Welcome back, everybody. This is Food for Thought. Thoughts if it were you, and my name is Neo Gentrix. Guys, what's up? What's up? What's up? <sighs> we're still on the topic of contraception, and we only have a few more things left to cover. So let's go ahead and try to get through them as quick as possible and move on. All right. First things first. We're going to talk now all that's left to cover are the birth control methods that have to be used every single time you plan to uh, interseparate. There's a word for you. Feel, to, feel free to look it up, I guess. I hope I'm using it properly, but there's only one way to find out. But that's not what this episode's about. So, anytime you intend to have intercourse or even go about having sex, let's just say that, these items you have to know how to use, um, and you have to use them every single time. So, today's topic will be the I condom. Well, let's just keep it as blunt and as simple as possible. Okay? We'll get started on that in just a moment. Let's get started. I mentioned before that when women want to have sex with guys, you have, if you're not using any of the other birth control methods, you want to consider always use a condom every single time if you're not intending to have kids. First things first, what is a condom? It's a thin, stretchy pouch that you wear on your, well, for guys, your dick uh, during sex. And they provide great protection from both pregnancy and STDs. Uh, and they're easy to use and, you know, easy to get. But I want to go ahead and stop for a second there and say, while they do help protect against pregnancy and STDs, that is only to the point of, how do I put this? Both parties have been taking care of themselves and are clean naturally. And I don't mean just go and take a shower. I mean overall clean, okay? Their effectiveness is 85%. And they cost anywhere from about $2 per pack to almost nothing if you can get them um, for free. Some schools give them away to students now for free. You don't need a prescription to get them, and but you do have to use them every time you intend to have sex. They are small, thin pouches made of latex, rubber, uh, plastic, usually polyurethane, nitrile, or polyisoprene, or in some cases they're made of lambskin. Uh, they cover the guy's special area during sex and collect semen to prevent it from, you know, reaching inside the vaginal area or, as I mentioned before, um, fertilizing the egg. 
which, you know, we all know causes pregnancy. They can protect STDs by covering the penis, which prevents contact with semen and vaginal fluids and limits the skin-to-skin contact that can spread sexual transmitted diseases in the first place. However, the lambskin condoms don't protect against STDs. Only the latex and plastic ones do. So if you're allergic to those two things, um, you better check out some alternate forms of birth control and make sure it's working properly before you attempt to do anything. Condoms can protect you from STDs. They can. Keep that in mind, they can. Um, Using them every time you have oral, anal, or vaginal sex is the best way to reduce your chances of getting a STD uh, as well. Condoms can protect you and your partner from them and keep uh, bodily fluids from mixing, which usually causes STDs like herpes or genital warts. They can be taken care of. It may take a while, but they can be taken care of. If you cut a condom up from uh, the side, you can open it um, out and put it, you know, put it over the uh, vulva for safer or uh, safer oral sex. There, um, condoms are helpful for pretty much anybody. Okay, uh, keep in mind though that condoms are made made of lambskin or any animal membranes. Do not protect against STDs. They only prevent pregnancy. Only the synthetic ones made of latex and plastic uh, prevent the spread of STDs. Okay, and. That basically covers their effectiveness, okay? Uh, and uh, as simple as I can make this, you know, how do you put on a condom? Well, you roll the condom on when your penis is completely erected or hard, regardless of how you want to look at that, uh, but before it touches your partner's mouth or genital area for whichever it is you're using it for. I'm not going to go into any specifics because it's not important okay uh, it also prevents contact with pre-ejaculation or pre-cum as some people know it as uh, which have the have STD germs and may rarely co- uh, contain sperm that can cause pregnancy it's rare that they do but they sometimes do okay um, how do I put this condoms last a long time but you should always check the expiration date printed on the wrapper or on the box before you ever open them. And then make sure when you do open them that you don't damage them, use scissors or your teeth. You definitely don't want them coming in contact with your mouth. Make sure the condoms are ready to roll in the right way and that the rim should be on the outside so it looks like a little hat and it will unroll easy. If you unroll it a little bit before putting it on, it should make, uh, just to make sure it's on the right side. If you accidentally pull the condom inside out, do not flip it around and reuse it just get another one there's no point in doing that as it well it defeats the purpose and if you're uncircumcised you're gonna have to pull back some of the foreskin before applying it otherwise it's gonna be pretty uncomfortable or it'll just come straight off okay once it's attached to the tip of the uh, your dick you just basically pull it back like a tube across the entire thing it's as simple as that it really is um, Take care that you use them carefully when having sex, though. Um, Don't keep them in your pocket, in the car, or in the bathroom for long periods, usually over a month, because excessive heat and moisture can damage them over time or weaken them. Um, Some condoms come pre-lubricated by adding extra water-based or silicone lube. Uh, Some don't, so be careful of that, and be careful when putting them on. 
Oh, and don't use oil that, um, if you don't, don't use anything that has oil in it with latex condoms, like petroleum jelly, Vaseline, lotion, baby oil, butter. Definitely don't use cooking oils unless you want to cook your thing. Um, oil damages the latex condoms and causes them to break down. Not to mention, depending on what you put on your, uh, <laughs> your dick, you could end up poisoning yourself indirectly, which is definitely no fun. You think an STD is bad, try a urinary infection, okay? Um, but again, even with this, you still want to check out other forms of birth control. Make sure you do that. Last thing I want to cover is the disadvantages of using condoms. Oh, yeah, and I'm mentioning this because these are four guys. Um, in order for it to work well, you have to use them correctly the whole time, every time, um, which it first will take some time to get used to. If you don't use them every single time, you run the risk of not only getting your partner pregnant, but you can also run the risk of catching an STD, not knowing even if your partner is clean or not, because some people don't want to say. Um, you may have heard that condoms take away some of the feeling during sex and can stop, and or that stopping to put on a condom kills the mood. Protecting your health is way more important than pleasure, unless you really don't care if your partner gets pregnant or you get sick. Uh, the good news is there are a few ways of making condoms fun and sexy. Practice makes perfect. I'm pretty sure you'll figure it out, and that's where foreplay comes into effect. Okay. How do I put this? I said I was going to cover the condoms in the last in that last section, and I did. But I covered the male condoms. There's not a whole lot left to cover on the female condoms because they do exist. Um, they're an alternate to regular condoms. They pretty much provide the same kind of protection from pregnancy as STDs. The only difference is instead of going on the penis, these go inside the vaginal area of the female in question. Yes, they go into the vaginal area or anus for those who, well, do anal sex. I'm not a fan of that. Uh, but it, most importantly, it protects you from STDs. Okay? For a long time, they were called female condoms, but uh, due to gender equality, we just call them internal condoms now. Okay? They work the same. They prevent the sperm from reaching the egg and fertilizing it. Okay, the only difference is they go inside you now. Um, they aren't just birth control. They also reduce the risk of STDs as well. They prevent pre-cum. Like I said, they basically provide the same kind of protection as a regular condom does. Okay, fairly simple, straight to the point. Uh, again, like the condoms, you can buy them pretty much anywhere. They can cost anywhere from $2 to almost nothing. And notice that with the condoms, the price goes down. So make sure you check the quality because not all condoms are made the same. Okay? It's pretty simple. Check the expiration date before buying any of them or using them. And they're pretty simple to use. Okay? They come lubricated, but you can always add more lube. Uh, you can also add spermicide, as I mentioned before, helps repel sperm from, you know, going any further inside, okay? In order to use it, though, you have to relax yourself, put yourself in a comfortable position, standing with one foot on a chair, laying down, squatting, I, I don't really care. The same way you put on a tampon, ladies, this is the same way you use this thing. I'm not going to go into that because, for even for me, it's a little uncomfortable. 
I'm basically saying you basically insert it inside yourself. It's pretty, pretty straightforward, yeah. That's pretty much all I'm going to have to say on that because, well, unless you've never used a tampon before, I can understand this being a little bit uneasy. The good news is that unlike packets of condoms for males, the female one actually has instructions and some of them have pictographic instructions, not to mention you can also find this information online, okay? Well, that brings you to the disadvantages of female condoms. Well, you have to use it every single time you have sex. Well, that's not exactly a disadvantage, per se, more so than an advantage. You just have to remember how to use it. And while, yes, it can possibly kill the mood to say, oh yeah, I'm going to go put a condom on just because I don't want to get pregnant, just play with it. You know, if you have a partner that enjoys playing and having fun in the bedroom, then this works out well for you. You know, just find a way to make foreplay fun where you can incorporate the condoms in one so you don't break them too, so that everything's okay. Make sure you double check everything with them before you have them in the room that you say that you're going to have the so say fun time. Um, make sure everything's in order and, you know, go for it. They do protect you from STDs, but again, much like uh, regular condoms, the female condoms have a lower effectiveness rate. That's why you want to use them together with the regular condoms. The uh, female ones have a 79% effective rate. But again, if used together with the other condoms, it shouldn't be that big of an issue. Okay? And that's pretty much it for the coverage of condoms. Next is something called the diaphragm. We'll take a short break and I'll cover that. Now, we're back. Um, before I cover diaphragms, let me go ahead and cover real quick the in-detailed stuff about spermicide, okay? First things first, it is a kind of birth control that has chemicals that stop sperm from reaching the egg. I've said that before. What I didn't explain is how it works and what you do with it. You put it in the, in the vagina before sex to prevent pregnancy. It has a 71% effective rate and can cost up to $8. You don't need prescription to use it. You just use it before you have sex. Let me go ahead and point this out. Now, it does not protect against STDs, so you still need a condom, okay? The chemicals in the spermicide go deep into the vaginal area before sex to prevent pregnancy from blocking by blocking the entrance to the cervix so sperm can't get to the egg and the second function is to uh, I guess to say de-encourage the sperm from reaching that said area okay it can be used by itself or combined with other birth control methods that's the great thing about spermicide so you don't need to worry about any issues you can use it as a plus with condoms to give extra protection um, since the condoms pro basically protect against STDs using them together works really well Fun fact, the root word side in spermicide means to kill, and spermicide doesn't actually kill sperm, but it does slow it down so it can't reach the egg. That's the whole point of using, you know, condoms. It comes in many different forms, creams, gels, films, foams, and 
suppositories, which are soft inserts that melt into a cream inside the vaginal area of a woman. There's lots of different spermicide brands and types out there, but they all work in a similar way, blocking the cervix from stopping sperm from moving. Um, and the best kind of spermicide to use is the one you like the most. So keep that in mind. Um, they're pretty effective. And like I mentioned, it's fairly simple to use. Um, how do you get it? Well, to be fair, uh, you can get them from any Planned Parenthood um, location. You can definitely get them from select hospitals. Um, in some cases, you can buy them from certain um, pharmacies. Uh, per the permission of your doctor, they may or may not have to order it so that you can get it as well. There are, let's see, are there any disadvantages to using spermicide? Um, it works best if you use it every single time. This much is true. And it does work with every other uh, contraception that is available. Uh, as for side effects, uh, non, uh, nanosyl, non Xenol 9, an ingredient in spermicide, may irritate or sense uh, it may irritate sensitive genital tissue uh, if you use it several times a day, so don't do that. The irritation increases your risk for HIV and other STDs because it gives infections as an easy um, it gives infections an easy pathway into your body, and for some people they're allergic to spermicide too, so keep that in mind. If your vagina or your penis starts to feel uh, sore or irritated after sex, one of you could be either uh, sensitive to the spermicide or allergic to it. Uh, therefore, you're going to have to switch brands, okay? And like I said before, it doesn't prevent STDs and it can increase the risk of getting them if you're not careful. Um, one last thing. It can be messy, Okay. It can ooze out of the vag vaginal area and be quite messy, so be careful with that. And it may also taste a little funky. So um, if you're going for oral, spermicide's not what you want to be using at that given time. All right? everybody let's go ahead and cover diaphragms real quick that was the next thing on my list now that we cover spermicide condoms and everything else of the sort we only have i do believe two left that we're gonna have to cover after this the birth control sponge and cervical cap and then we'll move into the lifestyle changes okay the diaphragm is a shallow bendable cup that you put inside the vagina it covers your cervix during sex to prevent pregnancy. It has an 88% effectiveness rate and it costs up to $75, but it can be $0. A prescription is required, however. So the cost of it will depend on your insurance. And you have to put it on before sex every single time. Okay? What is the diaphragm? It, a diaphragm is a form of birth control that is a shell cup, uh, like a little saucer that is made of soft silicone. Okay? You bend it in half and insert it inside the vaginal area to cover your cervix, okay? How does it prevent it? It basically creates a barrier that covers the cervix where the sperm enters to um, basically uh, fertilize the egg, okay? It works well with spermicide, as I mentioned before. 
Um, how how do they work with spermicide? Basically, you add the spermicide to the diaphragm before putting it into the, uh, the your vagina. Uh, it makes it more effective. Spermicide has chemicals that stop sperm from moving, so they can't get to the egg at all. Okay, and you, the, the diaphragm keeps the spermicide in place near the cervix, so you don't have to worry about it um, oozing out. Okay, it's pretty simple to use. Uh, once you get the hang of it. And practice makes perfect. So even if you're not playing on having sex immediately, you know, play with it a little bit, see if you can figure out how to use it. Make sure every time that you use it, you wash your hands with soap and water, um, and you're clean inside, okay? And much like using tampons, like I mentioned before, with the internal condom, you need to find a position that works well for you before you attempt to insert it, okay? Uh, after that, you separate the lips of your vulva with one of your hands, and you know pinch the rim of the diaphragm together to fold it in half and then insert it as far back and uh, up inside as you can okay tuck the edges of the diaphragm behind your pubic bone and make sure your cervix is definitely covered once you get a feel for where it needs to be and you've practiced with this a few times um, it works well in order to make it work effectively though you're gonna have to use it up to two hours before you plan to have sex uh, any longer and the spermicide won't work as well Okay, reapply this um, and if the action starts more than two hours after you insert the diaphragm You're gonna have to reapply the spermicide before you uh, have sex Anyway, if you have sex again before taking it out Add more spermicide just to be on the safe side without removing the diaphragm Always leave your diaphragm in place for at least six hours after the last time you've had sex But don't leave it in more than 24 hours if you have sex again, leave the diaphragm in, but put a new dose of spermicide in the in your vagina to make it more effective, okay? As to how to take care of the diaphragm, after you take it out, wash it with soap and warm water, let it air dry, don't use powder on your diagram, uh, diaphragm, it can lead to infections for one. Store it in a clean place away from extreme heat and direct sunlight, okay? Take, good, take a good look at the diaphragm every now and then. Hold it up to the light and check to see if there's any holes, cracks, wrinkles, or weak spots. Okay? You can also fill a cup, uh, fill the cup of your diaphragm with water to test for leaks. If you spot any, you need to let your doctor know so they can get you a new one. Okay? Or just use another type of birth control when planning to have sex in the first place. As far as buying them is concerned... Keep in mind that diaphragms come in different sizes, so your doctor will have to fit one for you so that they can give you the prescription, okay? You can only buy them from a pharmacy, drugstore, or health center uh, after you get the prescription from your doctor, okay? Spermicide can be used with your diaphragm, uh, diaphragm as well, um, can be basically bought over the counter, okay? And remember, it comes in gels, creams, and so on and so forth. Getting a diaphragm can cost anywhere between zero to $250 if you don't have insurance, okay? That includes the cost of an exam, the fitting, uh, plus the cost of the diaphragm itself. So that's the whole kit and caboodle. Spermicide can count, it can cost anywhere from five to $15 for a kit of that. So that's not really to, to worry about. The only thing with this is you need to make sure you have good insurance, otherwise it's gonna be costing you a lot. And make sure you contact the nearest your uh, nearest Planned Parenthood Health Center as well for any additional information. Finally, the disadvantages. Oh, well, much like everything else, for it to work properly, you have to use it every single time and insert it the right way. 
It can help protect against STDs if used properly, but it doesn't prevent all of them, okay? Um, and since some people have trouble inserting the diaphragm, it may take practice to get used to it comfortably, so that's one of the disadvantages. You have to use it up to two hours before you plan to have sex, and you can't leave it in for more than 24 hours, okay? Uh, if you use a, a spermicide a lot times during the day, you can irritate your vagina and, and increase your risk of getting HIV or STDs. So with that, you want to be sure not to use a, a diaphragm uh, at all uh, if you get a UTI um, because your vagina will be irritated and cause other risks as well. And like I mentioned before, size does matter because if it doesn't fit properly or it's not big enough, you run the risk of getting pregnant. Uh, or in some cases losing weight uncontrollably due to the hormones uh, your body acting weird okay and that's pretty much it for the diaphragm everybody and we're back now I'm going to talk about something that's pretty interesting it's a little different from some of the others but it's basically the same thing you have to use it every time you plan to have sex so it's no different than the other kinds of birth control that exist already okay and that would be the birth control sponge yeah you heard me I'm not kidding the birth control sponge aka the contraception sponge or the sponge for short is a small round sponge made from soft squishy plastic okay you put it deep inside your vagina before sex pretty simple cut and dry it covers your cervix and you know basically does the same thing that the spermicide does to help prevent pregnancy it's not the same as the spermicide you can still use it with it but it does contain spermicide in it okay it's the only brand of sponge um the only brand of sponge that can be sold in the United States is the Today Sponge. So if you live outside the U.S., you'll have more options. Keep that in mind. How does it work? It works two ways. It fits snugly against your cervix blocking the entrance to the uterus, so no sperm can get to your egg. The uh, sponge can also contains spermicide, like I said a second ago, which slows down sperm so it can't reach the egg. The sponge can actually be used by itself or with condoms, which is great. Using the sponge plus a condom gives you extra protection and it covers you from STDs. Okay? Which is actually really good, all things considered. It has a 76 to 88% effectiveness rate. It costs from $15, uh, I'm sorry, it costs up to $15 for three of them. Okay, so that works out well for you. You don't need a prescription to get it, but you have to use it every time you use sex. I'm sorry, every time you have sex. Um,. Is the only way it's going to be effective every single time you use it. And much like every birth control method, the sponge is most effective when you use it correctly the first time you use it, every time you use it. If women who have never given birth always use a sponge perfectly every single time, it's about a 91% 91 effective, uh, effectiveness rate. That means every 9 out of 100 people, which sounds better than a 76 to 88% effectiveness rate. Um, if you have given birth before, using the sponge perfectly will only give you about an 80% effectiveness rate. So if you've had kids before, but you don't plan to have any more later, um, it's going to be a lot lower and you're still going to have a risk of doing it. Which means you have a 20 out of 100% chance you'll still get pregnant with this method. So if you're seeking not to get pr uh, pregnant again, I would go for a different route altogether. 
okay? Uh, basically, how the sponge is more effective, using the sponge correctly every single time you have sex, um, or intercourse for that matter, it is super important that you use it on the first step. Uh, the best way to increase your pregnancy prevention powers is to use the sponge alone, along with another birth control method like I mentioned before. Your partner can pull out before, uh, before ejaculating, which helps keep sperm out of the vagina area also. The sponge plus a condom gives you the extra protection you need plus STD protection. The sponge does not, however, protect you against STDs, so keep this in mind, okay? And that's because the spermicide in there contains that chemical I mentioned before that can still irritate your, your vagina and make it easier for STDs to enter your body, okay? The good news is, like I said before, adding condoms to the mix does help, okay? Using birth control correctly every single time you use it is important. In order to use the sponge, you wash your hands with soap and water first. Touch the sponge, uh, take the sponge out of the wrapper. Wet it with some clean water. Gently squeeze the sponge until it's sudsy, most likely. You know what I mean. Um, it needs to be totally wet though and activate to activate all the spermicide that's in it. Don't squeeze it dry. The sponge should be wet and foamy when you insert it. That's perfectly normal as weird as it's gonna feel. Uh, with the indented side of the sponge facing up, fold the sides upward away from the fabric uh, loop on the bottom of it until it's long and narrow. And when you insert the sponge, the indented side should face the front side of your body and the fabric loop side should face the back side of your body. Again, much like the other ones, you have to get into a comfortable position so that you can put it on much, much like you put on a tampon as well. Okay? Uh, when can you put the sponge in? You can put it in... Uh, immediately now later 24 hours before you have sex doesn't matter uh, it starts working as soon as you activate the spermicide in it with water okay as long as it's inserted uh, as well um, one thing I want to point out though uh, once the sponge is in you can have sex as many times as you want in the next 24 hours without having to replace it okay Always leave the sponge in place for at least six hours after sex though, but don't leave the sponge in your vagina for more than 30 hours total, so 24 hours, take it out. All right? Um, but you have to leave it in at least six hours afterwards. How do you take it out? Slide your finger inside the, the vaginal area and hook, hook it around the fabric loop on the bottom of the sponge, then slowly, gently glide it out. Don't just yank it out, because you can actually irritate the skin that's uh, inside there. Um, once it's out, um, how do I put this? Toss the sponge into the trash. Do not flush it down the toilet. The sponges are not reusable, okay? And again, much like everything else, you don't need a prescription to buy it, okay? You can buy them over the counter. You can buy them at Planned Parenthood centers, okay? As for the disadvantages, well, let's see here. They don't protect against STDs. They have to be used with another form of birth control for ultimate uh, performance, depending on the woman's current state. And if you want to protect against STDs, you want to use them with condoms, okay? They can only stay in your body for a total of 30 hours, but they have to stay in there six hours after you've had sex, um, assuming that you've done it multiple times in the same day. Please note that if you're allergic to certain um, birth control medicines, make sure it's not the one that has the Nonexol uh, 9 in it, because if that's the one you're allergic to, you will not be able to use the sponge.
Okay. I know I went through that a bit fast, but that's basically the synopsis of the Burke Control Sponge. It's basically the same as the diaphragm. Uh, the only difference is you don't have to take it out. What um, you do it, like you don't have to take it out every time you plan to have sex, just every day you plan to do it, you wear it, okay? And much like the diaphragm, you don't have to put it in up to two hours before. methods that are left to cover uh, for the use every single time methods is the cervical cap that's all I got left to talk about for this episode the cervical cap is a little cup made from soft silicone it's shaped like well a sailor's hat you put it deep inside your vagina to cover your cervix it's pretty much simple all things considered the type of cervical cap that you get in the US is called a fem cap Okay, it has a 71 to 86% effectiveness rate. It costs up to $90, but can cost $0. It does require a prescription, though, to get because size, much like the diaphragm, has to be adjusted to, well, each woman that uses it. And you have to use it every time you have sex. And it works pretty much the same way as the diaphragm, as it does prevent sperm from reaching, well, the egg. Uh, That's pretty much how they work. The only difference is that the cervical caps are smaller than the diaphragms and the shape is a little different. Diaphragms are shaped like a disc and, well, cervical caps are shaped like a sailor hat. They both work with spermicide and cover your cervix to prevent pregnancy. You can leave a cervical cap uh, in longer than a diaphragm, up to two days more, but that's about it. But diaphragms are slightly more effective at preventing pregnancy in comparison, so you'll still have to see your doctor for whichever one is better. And as for its effectiveness rate, well, like I said before, it has an 86% effectiveness rate, which means that out of 100 people who use the cap, 14 of them will get pregnant every time they use it, or rather every year. Um, For those who've already given birth, that drops to a 71% chance, so 29 out of 100. And like all birth control methods, the cervical cap is most effective when used correctly before sex every time you have it, and it can be used with other kinds. If this one's not compatible with you, then you need to check out one of the more permanent uh, ones that can be undone, like the IUD or implants, because it's not permanent, but they're there and you don't have to do anything for them, okay? To make it more effective, you have to use it every time you have sex, use spermicide with the cap, and add more spermicide if you plan to have sex again before without taking it out. Um, and like much like the diaphragms, you can leave it in there up to 24 hours as well. Um, at a time before having to take it out and clean it, of course. Um, you put it in before you have sex, ideally before you feel aroused or any other kind of emotion. Um, if you're not sure, um, still use it with condoms, okay? Cervical caps also don't protect against STDs, so you're still going to have to use a condom as well. The basic uh, synopsis of this is wash your hands before you use it. Put a one and a fourth teaspoon of spermicide in the cup and spread a thin layer on the flat brim, uh, on the flat part of the brim as well. And then half a teaspoon of spermicide in the groove between the brim and the dome. Spread it in a thin layer on the brim of the cap as well. 
get comfortable in a certain position. Same thing like with the last couple of uh, birth control methods I messed before. And well, insert it. So, you can always leave your cervical cap in place for at least six hours after you've had sex. And don't leave it in there for more than two days, which is a 48 hour period, okay? Same thing like with before, you take it when you take it out, be very careful with it. Don't just yank it out. As you take care of it, you wash it with soap and water, warm water, of course, let it air dry. Don't use powder and don't store it in extremely hot or cold places. Okay? If there's any holes or weak spots, contact your doctor so you can get a new one. Okay? Where can you buy these? Cervical caps aren't one size fits all. Like I mentioned before, you have to be measured. Small for people who have never been pregnant before. Medium for those who've had an abortion, miscarriage, or uh, a cesarean delivery. Uh, or C-section, if you will. Um, large for people who've already given birth uh, vaginally and haven't received a C-section. Um, use the spermicide with the cap in order for it to work properly. You don't need a prescription to get spermicide. I've mentioned before, okay? Sharing is caring, but do not share your cervical caps. I <laughs> can't believe I have to mention that in the first place. All right, they can cost anywhere between zero to $275, depending on your insurance. Uh, and you, you know you can get them from plan, uh, parenthood centers as well. As for its disadvantages, well, they work correctly if you use them every time you use them. Uh, use them correctly every time you plan to have sex. Um, how do I put this? Um, they work well with condoms if you're not quite sure, or female condoms. Uh, if you can't use this implant, uh, just go to the IUDs or the birth control implant, of course. Uh, some people may have trouble inserting a cervical cap. You're going to need practice at first. It's going to feel a little bit rough, but you'll get used to that. You have to leave them in six hours after you've had sex, and you can't have them in there for more than two days. So, without having to take it out and cleaning it. And it doesn't protect you against HIV or STDs, so please keep that in mind. Oh, and size does matter. So, you can't just have one that fits everybody or share it with other people definitely don't do that as it's not safe or sanitary all right well that pretty much covers all of the regular birth control methods that are used every single time between condoms and spermicide we covered everything the condom, the internal condom, the diaphragm, birth control sponge, cervical cap, and the spermicide are all methods that you have to use every single time. In the previous two episodes, or three for that matter, we covered the low maintenance ones that are already set and done, the birth control implant and the IUDs. And then we covered uh, use on schedule methods, which would be the birth control shot, the vaginal ring, birth control patch, and the pill. All that's left to cover in our next one or two episodes, depending on how long, how much information I have to cover on them, are the lifestyle change methods for birth control and the more permanent ones. So again, this has been Food for Thought, Thoughts If It Were You. My name is Neo Gentrix. I thank you guys for sticking around for this, but I feel this is a very important topic and, you know, it shouldn't be gone, uh, gone about unnoticed. Um, both male and females should know about this. So... Thank you guys for listening. I thank you guys for sticking around. And again, if you have any comments or concerns, you know, hit me up on that anchor.fm forward slash neogentrix site uh, for support if you want to support me or send me messages on my Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, or Snapchat. Uh, again, my handle is the same as it has always been on every single one of them is neogentrix. And that's it. 
I'll see you guys later. Be blessed.